It was just really enjoyable as a football enjoyer and a football fan to watch. A football enjoyer. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for the word fan to come out <laughs> and we got enjoyer. <laughs> Welcome back to Do You Footy, the podcast that does footy chat with more chat and less footy. What a huge round of footy we've had. We've had two incredible matches. The Tigers are in the grand final. I've had a bloody great round, guys. How about you? (laughs) Bertie, you're sitting right next to me. You're not as excited as I am. No. (laughs) Tate has the biggest smile. She's one excited Tigers supporter. And I've already seen some pretty excited people around Melbourne. I saw today a woman walking her dog wearing a GWS football jumper. Uh, that was a first. Yeah. One Do you reckon there. she's been out of it? Well, I, I was like, are there people in Melbourne that go for GWS? And then two, why was the dog wearing jumper? Anyway, um, my round has not been quite as exciting. I haven't been putting footy jumpers on any animals. Uh, I've watched the games, got very involved with all of them. Also had some cultural experiences this week unrelated to football. Went to the ballet, did a plethora of other things. But boy, am I excited about this next week. Rads, how's your round? Oh, Potty, raise your hand if you've gone full finals fever and copped yourself the most belter of a hangover on Saturday. I feel like there's another member of the party that was in the same boat oh. looking at you, Kate. Right there with you. It's in bad shape on Saturday morning. <laughs> <laughs> it's in real bad shape. But, um, Burns, I'm really excited to report that I have done one of the greatest performances in a game we like to call What Are The Odds? Potty listeners will be able to kind of throw back to previous episodes to get across that game, and anyone that's ever been in a pub before has probably played. But effectively, the summary is I played it and won two tickets to the AFL Grand Final. <laughs> oh, rats. How the, oh, talk us through this. What? Tell oh. me, tell me, what were the odds? What was the question? Yeah, you would have actually been probably the most proud. It was almost like a game of a mind game like on the TV show Survivor that we know you love. It's really about strategy. I watched these boys play all night and I got really down to a fine out the way that they went about it. So then by the time they were about 60 beers in, I was like, righto, I'm on here. And uh, I just nailed one of them. And But I'd made, <laughs> I'd made the conditions. He has to scull his beer and I get two allocated tickets to the grand final. Wow. And, of which he has the capability to deliver on. And uh, he was very confident it wouldn't go down. And, um, yeah, I nailed him on the first go. And, like, the noise that came out of my mouth <laughs> was just so aggressively excessive. <laughs> that I scolded you because I was so pumped anyway. So, <laughs> it all contributed to the hangover. But Tate and I are going to the ground. <laughs> oh, Tate, talk me through when Rads called you and said... Do you know where we're going next Saturday? Well, I was very shell-shocked. I'd been to the game the night before, and I'd also had a big week of work, and I'd had this big presentation I'd been working on, finished it and on Friday morning and went straight into wine. So I was probably, you know, already over my limit by the time <laughs> I got to the game, and I was doing nervous <laughs> drinking at because it was so tight. So, yeah, I woke up on Saturday morning paying for it, 
And if Rads had called me any earlier, I probably think I would have like vomited instead of like, (laughs) (laughs) I was in, I was feeling quite fragile and I didn't quite know what to do with myself, to be honest. And Rads just said, I've won two tickets. And I was, my reaction was like, are you asking me to go with you? (laughs) Are you asking me? (laughs) It was so cute, Bernsie. She's like, do you? Do you mean I'm going? <laughs> Give us your ticket. We're going. She's like, I'm a Tigers supporter. Am I really going to watch the Tigers play? <laughs> I still can't quite yeah. believe it. I feel like Rads and Tia yeah, got the little the tickets in your hands. I'm I'm like still just like I don't really want to, you know. I'm not peddling it around town that I'm going yet. I kind of am, but I'm not. I'm <laughs> <We're> just <laughs> announcing it. No, uh, we are on the way. It's very exciting. Oh, well, I'm very excited for next week's grand final episode. Uh, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. Tate's, other than the super, the super exciting news that you're going to that game, how was your round? Yeah, it was It was great. Well, I went, I went hard on Friday night and then felt very sorry for myself um, yesterday before I brought myself back to life and just had a a low-key day but watched the the final the other final which was amazing which we'll talk about and then as you were saying before about seeing everyone in their finals paraphernalia I was at the Campbell markets this morning doing a little bit of entrepreneurial <laughs> efforts um, a side hustle if yeah. you will or <laughs> I've got to stick to my day job after that effort but anyway there's a lot of Richmond uh around there's yeah. a lot of finals kit and I was loving it oh great well Let's get into the detail, guys. So there were two games this week. We had Richmond and Geelong and then GWS and Collingwood. Richmond prevailed on Friday night and then GWS got up on Saturday, which means Melbourne or Swan Street in Richmond is up for some big times next week. <laughs> if anyone was there in 2017, we could say that it was utter carnage. That, like literally riot police there. It, it was in all sorts. And if they win again, even you know, just in the lead up, it's going to be crazy. But mm. if they win again, we can expect absolute scenes from that place. And I'm going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a massive one. Um, as much as I, I dislike Collingwood, I almost wanted Collingwood to win because yeah. if Melbourne just wouldn't have like wouldn't know itself, the lid would be lifted off. It was a <laughs> it was a Richmond Collingwood grand final. I think that would have been pretty insane. Um, but either way, it's it's going to be fairly hectic scenes in Melbourne for the next week. Yes, it is. Um, so let's quickly run through what else you need to know, potty listeners, before we get into the. Uh, the games themselves so Tate's there's been some uh, updates from our pal Clarko do you want to give us the the download yeah so our friends at Triple M footy have really done the legwork for us here because <laughs> we don't really do that thank but... you paid journalists <laughs> um, but interesting some interesting content running around the uh, the potty uh, feed this morning is that so Obviously, Alistair Clarkson, coach of Hawthorne, has had a huge amount of success. And he won from 2013. He won, his team won the premiership uh, for three years in a row. And then from there, it he hasn't won, but his, uh, his apprentices... Mm. The disciples, if you will. Yes, mm. <laughs> have. So Luke Beveridge for uh, Cool Boys of Footy 
Dimmer, my mate in 17, Adam Simpson last year for West Coast, and then this year it's either going to be Dimmer or Leon Cameron, who both have been the understudy of Clarko. So pretty amazing stat there. Yeah, absolutely. He's clearly breeding them well down at uh, Hawthorne. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Um, And then, Rads, what about you? What's the third thing we need to know this week, except for the excitement that you have grand final tickets? Well, it is a huge week of party listeners, so everyone just get your, get your diary out because Monday night is the Brownlow, which also means Brownlow red carpet. Very good gear. Rads, Friday, isn't it, Rads, isn't it a blue carpet? I think one year they did try and roll with a blue carpet because the middle and the middle paraphernalia is blue, but uh, we do have a member of the potty who went to last year's Brownlow. Can you confirm, Tate, the colour of the carpet? I can confirm it is red. Oi, yeah. okay. I think the blue carpet would it would have been a sponsorship business by whatever memorable company was sponsoring it. The <laughs> <laughs> blue Scope Steel. Uh, so, yeah, the Blue Scope Steel Brownlow is going on Monday night. And Friday is get a group of pals, have a long lunch, but there's also a parade on. And yep. then Saturday, our mate Paul Kelly is going to kick things off at the G and the first bounce is at 2.30. Get around it. Very exciting. I'm expecting some great photos, Rads, from you of Tate's, who I imagine is going to be white-faced and not talking a lot. <laughs> yeah, white-knuckling a beer class, that's for sure. But, like, I said to her yesterday, I was like, I just... I think I might cry a lot. <laughs> I just think it's going to be like much emotions for footy fans. And then like, I think it'll actually be a much more enjoyable for experience for me having not a, you know, solid alignment to either the clubs other than like Richmond through Tate's. Mm. But um, I can imagine quite the level of discomfort. So I'll just pile her full of beers. <laughs> and then just... Enjoy the ride. I need to learn from my mistakes from last week. But I think, yeah, it's going to be an amazing atmosphere. 100,000 at the, at the G. It's, yeah, incredible. Well, that's a good little segue into the first game that we saw this week being Richmond and Geelong. There were 94,000. I think this 94 week. and a half. Ooh, 94 and a half. Um, at the G, our Richmond supporter, potty member Tates, was there. Uh, but boy, that was a really good game, guys. I was um, I was supporting Richmond. You'd be very happy, oh, thank Tates. You, thank you. Um, it was sort of line ball, though. There wasn't too strong a uh, pull either way. But tell, tell, tell me what you really feel. <laughs> What I I really feel is Shane Edwards and your back line in that second half was just insane. They they won the game for you guys, in my opinion. Uh, Some other thoughts. Joel Selwood, he is a bloody good player. And I use the word bloody in many, many ways. (laughs) Because, again, he had blood coming out of his head this round. But it was from the back. Rather than his eye. Yeah. I don't know whether it was all his as well because he, <laughs> it was Ivan Soldo, the big ruckman, he basically headbutted him from, they had a head clash and his chin hit the back of his head and he went off with the blood rush. He was bleeding from the chin. So I think it, oh, whether okay. he, yeah, okay. whether there was a 
Okay. A clash of both of their bloods, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> well, he played a ripper, even though his team didn't get up. And the last comment I want to make before throwing it over to you guys is what good spirit the game was played in. It was such <laughs> hard footy, but there was none of that behind the ball, snide. Like, there was just nothing going on. It was just the guys out there playing really hard. And it was, as someone with not a lot of allegiance watching the game, it was just really enjoyable as a football enjoyer and a football fan to watch. A football enjoyer. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for the word fan to come out <laughs> and we got enjoyer. We, we got there. Throw to the Oxford Dictionary <laughs> of the phrase enjoyer. <laughs> Shall we find a photo of Bertie? <laughs> No, you're 100% right, Burns. And Dylan Grimes is one of the classiest backmen going around. Like, what an absolute jet, Kate. So I think he's so underrated. Yeah, um, I agree with you. I think, I think Grimes and also Edwards, Burns, mm. I think he yeah. Yeah. he is a craft. Like, Grimes is just amazing, reads the ball really well. Edwards has a very creative mind mm. um, and very skillful. Mm. But, yeah, Rads agree. He's... He's a joy to watch. <laughs> An absolute joy. There's more um, commentary f- around the place on Saturday about Chris, some of Chris Scott's uh, selection over the last through the final series and just where he's been placing the players. Like notably, we talked about he left a ruckman out of one uh, of the Friday night finals, and then there's a lot of controversy and discussion about where he placed Blitzards this mm. week. Because he kept playing him on the wing, but they, Tom Lynch kicked five of the 12 goals and they needed another strong backman in Geelong to be able to go with him and stand up. But they just kept playing this enormous bloke on the wing instead of matching him up. It just seemed like a really strange decision when Lynch is having an absolute ripper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, w- I wasn't minding it, to be honest. <laughs> I didn't no, mind. No issue. <laughs> I tell you what was also pretty tough to watch was the scenes. So when Richmond won, what they got up by 19 points in the end. Uh, but the scenes of Tom Hawkins, so oh. the Geelong player that was banned for a week uh, by the tribunal following last week's punching incident, he was the definition of shattered. Like yeah. he, just the scenes of him, I think he was sitting up either in the coach's box or, yeah. or just one mm. of the... Yeah, so he was sitting up in the coach's box and I, it, it was actually quite heartbreaking looking at him. It was just devastated. Yeah, I was. I, I, I agree with you, Bernsey. I think that would have been obviously devastating to lose, but then I feel like he would have been, yeah, yeah. Uh, fairly, fairly disappointed in his own performance of, you know, the fact that he, he was ruled out and, yeah, just a whole other layer mm. of devastation, I think. What's really interesting is, had he been pulled up during the season, would he have been in this situation? Because, you know, we've all seen that he, th- he throws his arms around a bit. Mm. Um, and, and we've had a lot of players that got away with a lot this year that, that perhaps should have, you know, had a ban, and whether it was a one match, or but instead they were getting fines. And it's, it's interesting that... Um, the, those fines stopped coming in the finals and we saw bans. So, I don't know, just one for the reflection is that, you know, had he been pulled up during the year, would he have been sitting on the sidelines this week? Yeah, it's, it, I don't know, it was, a, I imagine, a very um, yeah, bitter pill for him to swallow. But, yeah, Geelong actually 
they played really, really well. They stopped Richmond's run, which was very nerve-wracking for me. Mm. And it was only till the second half where the sort of game opened up and was played much more in Richmond's preferable style. I was having some tough times sitting behind some, <laughs> uh, some parochial fans. I actually don't mind Geelong at all. My sister and um, her husband and kids go for Geelong and my family live down the coast that way, so I've got a bit of a soft spot for them. But I tell you what, on Friday night, I certainly didn't. <laughs> and I didn't for the fans that were behind me at one stage. I was there with my brother and we both were getting frustrated. We both like found each other in the bar um, just before half time and, um, and then found it as a, it, it was quite a safe space for us that we found like the superstition. <laughs> we were finding a lot of superstitious Richmond supporters, made friends with some people around us and um, this one guy went to the bar and he didn't get the same drink order so he got sent back so he had to get another, uh, <laughs> another round of drinks. I got thrown this wine at me. He was like, you have it because old mate has to go back and order a beer because he's not allowed to have a wine. Um, you're like I'll take the spoils of this there's no problem yeah (laughs) it was exactly what I didn't need at the time but anyway um yeah it was a great great atmosphere though and to be in any stadium with that many people there's something incredibly sort of um innate and very tribal about humans gathering for sport (laughs) that I really love and I don't know why but you know to have 90,000 people 95,000 people in one space um, all pretty much getting on and celebrating yeah. together is yeah it's an mm. amazing kind of thing so yeah looking forward to it all happening again on Saturday it's mm. not something I can uh, relate to being a North Melbourne supporter <laughs> you came to the first I remember when we went to the first match and it was the first match of the round and it was Richmond Carlton you're like I don't think I've ever been here with this many people <laughs> even finals that we've been at it's certainly not been up but 90,000 Round two or game two for the weekend was GWS and Collingwood. And wowee, that was a tight game. So GWS got up by four points in the end. But uh, ladies, talk to me. Oh, I was was watching this last night and I was like, holy shit. I thought thought the Pies were going to come out and smoke them. I think the weather worked well for GWS because it started raining just as the match started. And that like slow stoppage kind of style of game um, works quite well for them compared to the pies that like to move the ball quickly. Mm. Um, but yeah, they looked all but you know done. And then the last quarter they came out the and kicked. The score was so low, and they came out and basically doubled their score mm. in the last um, the last quarter. And it was insane finish. I was again, I was watching it as an unbiased supporter. <laughs> And I was on the edge of my seat. The white knuckles were back. <laughs> yeah. Amazing scenes. And it, like, you just really thought when they kind of sorted themselves out, as I said, takes low, low scoring early, but then they just started coming and you're like, right, oh, here we go. Like, we're going to string this together and uh, the pies will walk away with it. And it was actually just, I found it heartbreaking. Like, we all don't have often a soft spot for... Uh, Collingwood, but I think we've all identified it's actually Eddie Maguire we have a high amount of distaste for. So I've really started to warm to the team a lot more, and shit, those scenes were rough. Like, mm. just a real, real gut wrencher. Yeah. yeah, I saw, yeah, Chris Main, mm. he was just oh. like, oh, like tears flooding down. Yeah. Um, I think when you would have 
I feel like I don't I can't speak for them but I feel like if they didn't make that comeback and lost it wouldn't have been as hard mm. for them if they, they they almost you know they were so close but yet didn't get there yeah yeah four points is just a real real kick in the gut and particularly when you've played so well so one of one of the scenes that were the most gut-wrenching was Brody Grundy sitting on the, the oh. ground but he had just played such a good game yeah. so he in the ruck phenomenal. It, it just the, the clearances it was it was crazy he just absolutely killed Mumford um but yet you can still come out and, and be part of the losing team and I oh my heart went out to him and the rest of the Collingwood boys because I was going for them um <laughs> As a closet supporter, I was um, very much wanting them to win. And I also had some feedback from Collingwood fans that were just devastated. Mm. So, oh, it's been a tough one for the Pies and uh, the the Collingwood army. And I think it's going to take a bit to recover for them. Yeah, I know. I I feel like they'll go one of two ways. I feel like after two years of such sort of, you know, close and devastating disappointment, Mm. they'll either come out next year and win it. Or they'll sort of really struggle. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Well, let's hope they come out really strong. Um, but uh, next week, though, GWS Richmond, what are thoughts? Who's going to win? Tate's put well, the emotion aside. Oh, <laughs> you know, Should we just, before we do that, ladies, yeah. that, you know, that means guess who's back? I, Toby Green oh, returns again. Yes. I was watching the broadcast and I feel like... The, the camera was fixed on him. As soon mm. as the siren went, it was fixed on him. I was like, for fuck's sake. He sat there on the sidelines. Can you please put the camera on mm. the people that have actually won this game? Yeah, you Not feel Davis. Like, you, let's see oh. the guys that stood up for GWS. Yeah. But uh, yeah. there's been some good comedic value about Toby Green being back in the game next week. Uh, so I expect more of that this week. Danny McGinley has been doing some great things. So please get around it. We've shared some content on our socials from him that... <laughs> Yeah, he uh, he just wanted to put a little uh, <laughs> a notice out to Trent Cotchin that he's only got seven days of seeing until his eyes are going to get gouged out <laughs> on Saturday by that sneaky little shit. <laughs> Can you just imagine the scenes, Burns? Like, if Tony puts hands on any of Tate's mates, I just, I feel like the MCG is going to erupt and there'll be people jumping the fence. Yeah. Like, he's there's, cooked. Yeah. This is not his hometown. No. no. And I tell you what, I reckon there's going... I was reading something today saying that Tigers fans are trying to um, trying to jump on unwanted GWS tickets, if that's even a thing, because <laughs> they don't have enough supporters. So, like, they've definitely grown. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I feel like there's going to be 80,000... Richmond supporters and maybe 20,000 yeah. GWS if they're lucky. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Um, I uh, I think the Tigers will get up, though. Yeah, I reckon I wanted Collingwood to win because I think it would just would have been an amazing match. But mm. I think um, GWS, touch wood, I don't want to like mm. put the muzz on the boys, but I think in we've had better success against them in the past than Collingwood because mm. we have a similar style of play. And if mm. it's dry, I think... The Tigers, you know, their style of play, they can move the ball really quickly mm. and that might suit us better playing yeah. against them than against Collingwood. Yeah. Rads? Yeah. I think the only thing that we need to be mindful of is GWS really through this final series have proven their, like when they're on and it's from a tackling pressure point of view and their leg speed, like they are very fit, very athletic 
um, fit out and mm. they have just shown time and time again they will bulldoze their way and it's not always a really high scoring game either they will just kind of keep having a crack and be very 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 physical so yeah. um, like the Tigers obviously Tates have such a good run on them and are moving the ball quickly they've literally just got to stay ahead of them I think yeah I think it's yeah I'm, I'm getting very excited thinking about it um, <laughs> As you should. Like, it's not that often that your team makes the grand final, let alone you're going. I know. I've never been to a grand final. So exciting. Like, how much, how much merch are we wearing, Tates? Is it, a, is it our time to double merch? Yes. Have we ever have crossed the boundary? Yes. You, oh. If you don't double merch, and Rads, if I know you're a Port supporter and number two, a Brisbane Lions supporter, but if you are not sporting some Richmond gear, ooh, there'll be some words. Yeah, I've got plenty of scarves for you. Yeah, I'll, I'm, I'm in for a tight old, old bandwagon. I've been known. <laughs> you do have form. I've got significant form. <laughs> I, I can't double merch. I've only got a scarf. Oh, tights. Surely, surely We're someone in the family. At the game. Maybe I'll buy some badges. Some badges? Yeah. Great. I might get Shane Edwards on. Yeah. Yes, yeah. please, Rads, tell us. Well, hasn't our mate Brody Grundy just kept doing us a solid for this feature of the potty? <laughs> uh, Tate, I reckon you clocked some really good visuals from his socials this week. What did you see? Yes, I did. I, uh, I feel like I've had a real keen eye for fresh cuts lately. Um, <laughs> and I've really been on the front foot because this was not only like one of the freshest cuts and most like obnoxious fades that you can get very mm. long on top and very short on the sides it's like slight there's a slight fade but you if you saw it from far away you'd say that that's like almost full mohawk kind of vibes and that was from Jaden Stevenson yes but the best thing is that it was Brody Grundy that gave him the fresh cut hey. what what scenes like what a great time and then I thought that he might have started his own little business going because Adam Trelaw also, we would have said, had the freshest fade on the ground. So I don't know if he'd seen Jaden's do and was like, yes, Brody, I'll have one also. Or he went to his own barber to then get himself cut in because they were finals for Resh. Unfortunately, yeah. it didn't help, but we'll, we'll keep that on the download. <laughs> yeah. Just to confirm, they did lose. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, that is it from us today. But given it's the Brownlow tomorrow, we are going to bring you a sneaky little extra bonus Brownlow episode. And we have a real treat for you because friend of the potty is also our fashion correspondent and she will be commenting on all the dresses. Oh, so bored. I can't wait. Not only do we have us being armchair experts, we will actually have a fashion expert in the room. So potty listeners, get ready. We're going to see sparkles. Do you reckon there's going to be some sparkles? Some high leg splits, maybe some low plunging necklines. There is going to be a lot of wag out there. Oh, my God. And, guys, I did happen to go to the Brownlow last year, and I've got some great stories from it. So I can give you a full recap of behind the scenes, um, especially the getting ready stuff. It's so good. Um, so we'll do a full a full wrap on that tomorrow night. Cannot wait. I pronounced... 
fashion. Fashion. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Luck- luckily, we have our mate Amy doing special comments because otherwise we'd be in real trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if there's no double denim around, I'm kind of out. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, um, as we always say, if you do like listening, please um, tell your mates about it. We've got a couple more episodes to go before we start to really wind it up. The season is uh, nearly over, so please do tell your friends for the final couple of episodes. For this season, it's been, it's been an absolute ripper. We've got lots more to talk about for the, the big game next Saturday. I'm bloody excited. Everyone's excited. Tell everyone about how excited you are as well for listening to this podcast. Tell the Collingwood supporter. They're going to need something to fill their time, so get them, get them to listen. <laughs> the Collingwood <laughs> the yeah. It's going to be a big week, guys. Drop into a pub, rate and review, maybe over a game of what are the odds. You never know. You might get yourselves two tickets to the grand final. I sure as hell did. All right, guys. See you, pals. Bye.